Grace and peace be with you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Please be seated. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You walked in here and it wasn't Christmas Eve and the sun went down and now it's Christmas Eve. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We've gathered here tonight to tell one another God's great story, his great plan to at last be with us forever, with you and with me. God created you and everything that exists to be with you. That's why he created you and all things, to be with you. But we rebelled against him. We grieved his heart, as the ancient prayer goes, which we prayed today, and we knew him not. But God would not settle for that. God would not settle to leave us separated from him and broken from him because he wants to be with you. He wants to walk with you and talk with you and live with you and love you. And so he began to plant seeds throughout history, pointing his chosen people to one son of God, yet son of man who would restore, who would heal that wound between God and people. And to heal the wound between brother and sister, brother and brother, person and person, good team and bad team. God put enmity between the serpent who deceived mankind And began a battle that would last thousands of years. Generations upon generations. Culminating in one son of the woman. Who crushes that serpent's head. Even though the serpent would bite his heel. Yes. On a night a lot like tonight. The son of God. Has been born. But when he came. The world knew him not. Mary and Joseph came back to their ancestral home, the city of David, Bethlehem, as the British say, where their ancestor, King David, ruled Israel. Mary and Joseph showed up, but there was no room for them. They checked with Joseph's family. Nah, sorry, there's no room for you. Maybe you can stay in that cave where we keep our animals. It's usually pretty warm. And so they stayed with those animals. They laid down baby Jesus in the feeding trough. And in her first act of love and devotion, Jesus' mother Mary wrapped him in swaddling clothes to keep him warm. And that's how she loved him. Because no one else did. 
Think about this. For that one instant in history, only God the Father, Joseph the faithful carpenter, and Mary the teenage servant girl, only they love Jesus. Think of that. The only ones in the whole world who love Jesus. But the Father wouldn't have that. He wouldn't settle for that either. He would not stop until the whole world knew and loved his son. Not until everyone sees his son, Jesus, and loves him and believes in him, would his fatherly love be satisfied. And so he took his first steps and he sent messengers, which we call angels. He sent his whole army of them and he announced to the simple shepherds, Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Yes, the Gloria, which we sing in our divine service on Sunday, which invites the people and Jesus Christ himself in his word and in his sacrament into our world. Those angels announced what God the Father has done. He has made peace between himself and us, his people. Not by signing a peace treaty that is broken next week or for calling for a ceasefire. Nor does he pass a peace pipe to smoke. But he makes peace through the birth of his one and only son, Jesus Christ, Son of God, Son of David, Son of Man. And these shepherds are the first ones of all of us who will come to know and to love Jesus by word of mouth. By word of mouth. That's how we come to know and love Jesus. Someone we trust tells us about him. And so this baby, Jesus, wrapped in swaddling cloths by mom, rejected, unloved by the world that he was born into, yet came to save, was ready to make peace by his preaching, by his teaching, by his healing and his loving and the giving of his very self for the sins of the whole world, which would be in his death on the cross And his resurrection from the grave. Which, if you are baptized, you're joined to forever. And Mary kept all of these things and she pondered them in her heart. Did you know, did you know that the word in Greek for swaddling cloths is the very same Greek word for burial cloths. In fact, Luke uses that same word only one other time, besides when Mary wraps baby Jesus in his swaddling cloths. And it's when the same Mary who bore Jesus Christ and wrapped him in those swaddling cloths in her first act of love toward Christ would wrap the dead body of her beloved son, Jesus, 
after they begged Caesar, please let us take the, his body off the cross. It's going to be Sabbath and we don't want to let it rot. And so along with Mary Magdalene, Jesus' mom would show her love and show her faith in her Savior by her actions, by wrapping up Jesus' body and laying him in the tomb instead of a manger. But this baby, now a grown man, by his death on the cross, once and for all, gave ultimate glory to God in the highest by offering up his life as the one and only ultimate sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. And by his death, he has made peace between you and God, but also between you and your sister and between you and your brother, between you and your heavenly father, between you and your earthly father. He has made peace between you and your son or daughter or with you and your old friend that you haven't talked to in ages because someone said something stupid. By faith in Christ Jesus, you can be reconciled. You can have peace. And it begins with faith in him. By faith, Jesus has removed enmity. By faith, he has wiped away anger and resentment and hatred because all of those things died with him, not to rise again. I know that some of you here tonight could never imagine the death of your son. I could not, but some of you know it well. The peace of Christ be with you. The peace of Christ be to you all. For I know that we all grieve the death of someone that we love. In fact, many. But take heart, because Jesus Christ did not and could not remain dead. He is alive. Jesus is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. And because Jesus lives, you will live too. Because Jesus died and now lives, even if you die, you will live and share eternal life with him forever. If you believe in your heart and proclaim with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Jesus promises. That's his word. Jesus has died and paid for the sins of the whole world because Jesus has risen again from the dead. Because he has done that, your son, your daughter, your husband, your wife, your brother, your sister, they will rise again from the dead on the last day and live eternally in glory with you and with, with Christ in his kingdom, which will have no end. And that makes for a Merry Christmas. And so please come tomorrow morning, come each Sunday, because there we have the sacrament of the altar. And in this place, 
in this feeding trough of this pulpit and this altar, this is where God has chosen to come and to dwell, to be laid down. And we will feast again on God's word, the bread of life. We will feast on Christ himself in, with, and under bread and wine. Because baby Jesus, the good shepherd, the suffering servant on the cross, who has died for you and lives now eternally to give you life each day. He's found here. He's not found online. He's not found in movies or TV. But he is found in the body of his church and in his words and in his sacraments because he promises. This is where I am. And so, glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Merry Christmas.